0: And just like that, we're back inside. We made it. 2019. So I took you to the beach today to record the intro to this podcast episode and... That was along with my friend Jeffrey the crow, who was hanging out and squawking away. Do crow squawk? Not sure. But he was participating and, you know, contributing in his own special way. And frankly, it was very windy and kind of annoying to listen to. Not Jeffrey, the wind. And I didn't want to do that to your ear holes. So I thought I'd bring you back inside and... I'm sorry there's no crashing waves to symbolise the year that was, for many of us, intense with a lot of things going on, um, and instead take you into this soft cocoon of a space to say, yes, we made it, we're here. New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2019, or 2019, depending on how you're saying your noughties. I'm still not sure 20 years later on how that is, but... (laughs) If you celebrate New Year in December, of course, yeah, Happy New Year. I don't really, but I kind of do. And I suppose these words are to say, we get to choose to begin again and again whenever we like. But first, just a note to say thank you so much for all of your support. To each and every one of you who listens to this podcast, who sends me messages and leaves comments, and those of you who've reviewed... Thank you for supporting this labour of love, which I make with love and send to you, and hopefully offer you some space and freedom on this wild roller coaster we call life. So, as many of you know, I don't see myself as better, or I never want to tell anyone what to do, as I believe you're your own best teacher. However, If I can offer you any support or tools, resources, anything that enhances your life, music for your bathroom, discos, uh, inspiration to explore, being in your body, whatever it is, any kind of help. Anything that helps you feel less alone and more connected, because we're all in this together, walking each other home, shout out to Ramdas, thank you for your work. If I can offer anything that's useful, supportive, and open up some space for you, then my work is done. Well, it's never done, but you know, it's an ongoing thing, but you know what I mean. But that's why I do this. So I just want to thank you so much for your time and for your attention. And also honour this moment, whether or not you celebrate New Year now. I just simply wanted to share a reminder that every day... Every moment in the day offers us the opportunity to start again, to begin again. And I know I talk about this a lot, and like there's yoga videos, there's movement videos, movement practices, some blog posts, podcasts, playlists, loads of references that I'll link for you in the show notes. But yeah, this episode is very much about that the new year and how we can take the pressure off of ourselves and recognize that we get to choose. We get to choose how we show up and how we step into this newness with intention and realness in ways that feel good as opposed to making ourselves feel a bit crap for not keeping up or not doing the things that we wanted to do whatever it is right instead we reframe and connect in more meaningful and feel good ways do you know what i'm talking about i hope this makes sense but yeah this is actually a rebroadcast because I was listening to this particular episode myself when I needed a little pep talk and I was thinking, you know what, I think this is actually okay. <laughs> I don't know if any of you are podcasters out there or if any of you who are creating stuff and putting things out into the world, if you're anything like me, you'll make the things and then, I don't know, like, I'll be asking myself, is this useful, is this going to help anyone is anyone going to find that this enhances their lives is this offering kind of any insight that's you know um progressive in any way and I realize that's the inner critic speaking and that's also another topic I talk a lot about and there's blog posts and podcast episodes and so on which I can link you to on that but yeah if you're anything like that and the creative process is kind of exhausting because you kind of go through making the thing and then wondering is this even any good or not even good but just you know is it useful I think that's what's going through my mind yeah so I'm resharing this podcast in the hope that this is helpful for you because it kind of helped me out this week and um, I hope that this reminds you of what you already know but also offer you some added tools and resources as well as love from me as well as some EastEnders references let me rephrase that actually EastEnders Animal references, which is far more relevant and fun. And I just really hope that it resonates with you. I hope it's timely whenever you're listening to it, because as I said, your new year or newness or the idea of starting something, you get to begin again and, again and again and again and again and again as many times as you need to. So, with that, I'm going to go and drink a lot of tea and think of you because i hope that you're looking after yourselves in this wintry season up here in the north if you're in the southern hemisphere because i know some of you out there are listening from brazil and australia um, please take care of yourselves um, wherever you are and that's of course if you're listening to this particular episode yeah take care of yourselves out there i'm thinking of you all and sending you so much love thank you for your support and i really hope you enjoy the show listening to i feel for you and this is episode four i'm dion your unhinged wizard guide a bit like the 80s children's tv character Wizbit, but less creepy and with an affection for more sequins prince and earth a kit and i'm honored that you are here p.s i'll link you in the show notes if you're unfamiliar with said 80s kids tv shows I'm a human being based on earth and much of my time is spent working between the UK and Norway as a creative coach, yoga teacher, retreat sharer, event maker, writer and experience creator. Trying to think of a less pretentious way to say that but essentially I'm interested in supporting people to feel better in ways that are real and accessible and sustainable. This audio crevice, or podcast, is a place on the internet for us to talk to each other. Well, perhaps not in exactly real time, but near time, and hopefully ponder life and all the weird stuff together. I'm so grateful that you're here. So let's get to it. Happy New Year! If you celebrate New Year, that is. 2017 is over, and now a new crispy year is upon us. Special shout out to those of you who found last year tough. We made it, hopefully, through a season that didn't leave us too exhausted. I don't know about you, but I feel 2017 wiped its bottom a little bit with me. That's the truth. And I'm sorry if that sounded vulgar, but you know, it's honest. It's not that it was a bad year by any means, just, well, an exhausting one. So by the time December came around, I was, well, pretty barren and goggly-eyed, longing to be back in the Caribbean for reals. How have you been? Does it feel like a new year for you? To be honest... I tend to think of my New Year starting in the spring, you know, when things are coming back to life after the long winter, when there's more light, more energy, and so on. Side note, isn't it strange that Western New Year festivities tied up with the part of the calendar where most of us have the least amount of energy? It's a weird time, you know, it's like a supercharged soup of emotion feelings, a lot of tired people, a lot of energy and, well, it's interesting, don't you think? Kind of like an EastEnders festive plot. I say that like it sounds as though I watch EastEnders. I feel I know it though. Friends listening across the ocean are polls for that random soap meander, if at all interested. I dare you to wade into Netscape web pages past and seek out the animals of EastEnders willy rolly wellard they're all there so many animal friends anyway back to the topic of new year contagious energies and ripeness there's still something about the traditional date changing anew that fills me with hope in many ways you know like That moment in J-Lo's Waiting for Tonight video where the digital clock changes to welcome a new millennia. Green digits, obviously, to match the aesthetic of the club in the middle of the rainforest, as you do. It's potent, wild, enchanting, all that hope. So many vibes galore. P.S. I'll link to the vid if you've yet to enjoy it. The excitement and feels of New Year are hard to avoid, especially if you're not in the mood. And there's also a side to the New Year business that can feel a bit claustrophobic and pressured. There's a lot of noise out there. Self-improvement stuff. New Year, New Me mantras. Hashtag goals, however unrealistic. Weird diets and triggering bellows from strangers declaring stuff you should do with your body and stuff you should and shouldn't feed it all in the name of I'm making air quotes right now health and getting more air quotes summer ready whatever that is you know the drill and I find it so boring am I alone Hey, I'm all for goal setting, but babes, we have to be real and also kind to ourselves. There's so much emphasis on what we aren't doing right that it feels like we're starting off on bad footing to begin. These unrealistic goals feel at the root of so much unnecessary tension around New Year. You know, the New Year, New Me BS, do you feel me? And as much as I love to be inspired and feel like one can have a fresh slate to create all the dreams and plans, I've also grown a bit cynical. Actually, that's not true. I'm all for dreaming, visioning, setting intentions. In fact, I can't get enough of that stuff. But it has to be real and it has to have some meaning for us. I suppose what I'm saying is that connection is important. Connection to your own goals and intentions or New Year's resolutions, if you prefer. Connection to their meanings and the reasons behind them, as opposed to wearing a suit of someone else's ideas telling you what you should do. Also, connection to the season that you're in right now, because There are seasons to be going for it, getting it all done, ticking the to-do's, cranking out the produce if you like, not a euphemism. Just as there are seasons to draw inwards and rest and recover, recuperate and reflect. And both of those need to exist in our worlds in order for us to find anything close to balance. Jen Carrington talks a lot about that in a much more elegant way, I'll link you up in the show notes for more of her goodness. I feel it's so necessary for us to connect to something that anchors us to our dreams and goals. Because that's what makes something sustainable as opposed to setting a goal for yourself and crashing at the first hurdle. Because there will be hurdles. Because that is life. And let's be honest the thing that ties it all together, which is also the most important something to connect to, is you. It all comes from you, babes. None of this matters if you aren't connected to yourself to begin with. You are the seed, the catalyst, and you carry limitless potential. And that can all be driven in all kinds of directions. So it counts to check in with the driver first to consider the journey. This strange analogy is hinting that you, dear listener, are the driver, the driving force, the one that drives it all, and you are vital and brilliant. I realise I do go on a lot about this, so to save you a waffle about my opposition to this new year, new me nonsense, head to the show notes, IFeelForYouPodcast.com. For a link to a blog post I wrote about just that, a story about not running away. So how can we stay connected to ourselves amidst the noise of what everyone else is doing, has been doing and is planning to do with their 2018? I think it has to do with the power of the pause. Pausing to take stock at the end of something, be it a year or a project, a relationship or an activity, it can be a really helpful way of processing stuff. You know, creating pauses in between the stuff that simply happens day to day. Is it John Lennon who has the quote about that? life is what happens when you're not paying attention or busy making other plans or something i don't know i've never really listened to the beatles i lie the first time i heard of them was age six and watching ferris bueller's day off and having a moment for ferris or rather matt broderick matthew i digress creating time for the pause is useful Choosing to take a moment either to breathe or assess or reflect or whatever to make space. Because unless you do, either you or someone else is likely to waft in and gobble it up and something else will take away your attention and then it's on to the next thing before we know it. Know what I mean? However, I feel it's important to say that as you choose the pause, you can also choose the timing of that pause, and it doesn't have to be according to anybody else's schedule. The pause is really about being present, despite everything that may be happening, whether it's yearning for something more or less, navigating the super feelings and so on. So let's talk about intention setting or intentional, realistic goal setting if you prefer, whatever. Remember my loves, as great as it is to have a symbolic word for the year, or 10 for that matter, as splendid as a list of new year's resolutions look when written up nicely in your Bujo, that's bullet journal by the way, and as earnest as it feels to state repeatedly the thing that you're committing to this year, you can always always adjust stuff. You create your own rules. That means you change them and even ignore them if you so wish. You get to create the parameters, the pace and the tone. And this is, I think, the most valuable thing about intention or goal setting. It grows with you and reveals what's working and what and who can be put in the dustbin. I get so sad when I hear people feeling bad about themselves for falling off the wagon or thinking themselves a failure for not 100% committing to something they declared at the pub at 2352 on New Year's Eve or via a nifty gif on Twitter. No shade because I respect anyone who's comfortable enough to show their vulnerability in any public sphere. I'm just saying that even if you have declared something is official, then suddenly it's not, it's okay, and you still win, although it's not a competition. You are not a failure for putting something down that's not working out. It's all good. You can always begin again and again, or not, if you like. And speaking of that, I'll also link you to a video I made about just that in the show notes in case it's useful. Intentions are living and breathing things. Side note, does anyone else have a weird relationship to the phrase setting an intention? I'm doing that air quote thing again. Is it overused? Do we need a new way to talk about this stuff? Let me know. Back to the point though, You make the rules and can design your own start to the year. And don't you forget it. And if in these moments you may feel confronted by doubt or overwhelm, I wrote, Another blog post, especially for you, with five things I remind myself of any time I get a little doubtful or intimidated by beginnings or starting something. And it contains very necessary music video accompaniments for extra value, plus a bonus Spotify playlist, obviously, because I love you. Link is again in the show notes. I feel for you podcast.com. So let's think about setting goals, intentions and organising them. One thing that has really helped me over the years is to have a kind of regular pause throughout the year. Hmm, That sounds weird. OK, let me rephrase. I have a sort of check-in weekly, monthly, yearly, of course, and often, to be honest, daily. Alright, that might sound a little extra, but really and truly, I don't feel pressured to follow constructed dates as a rule when it comes to setting my own goals or intentions. As I said, New Year for me makes more sense to come in the springtime. But because I'm a sucker for the feeling of newness around this time in January, I still like to dabble. And I tend to stretch my January New Year reflections out through the month and beyond as I tend to be running my winter retreat and other events around that time. So it can be nice to do the work over a longer period. I really recommend it. And the work comprises of a range of stuff. For example... Part of my daily check-in is my morning pages. Many of you know about them and I spoke about them in the last episode, so I'll link you up in the show notes if you're interested in reading more about them. My daily check-in also comprises of my bullet journal, where I'm always in a process of reflecting consistently, be it by the day or week or month or season. A bullet journal, for those of you who might not know, is a tool to essentially design your own calendar and amalgamate all your important information like to-do lists, projects and so on, all in one place, in a kind of systematic fashion that works for you. I'll link you to their homepage in the show notes so that you can explore that too, if you like. No pressure. Another way I explore my goals and intentions is via vision boarding. Yes, I know, it's slightly cliché, but I love it. Pinterest has been a constant living, breathing vision board since what feels like 2012. I don't know. Thanks, Pinterest. Please feel welcome to sponsor me. I also do an old school vision board with old papers and flyers or old magazines that might be lying around. And if I'm feeling particularly sassy, I'll ask the shops if they're throwing out any old mags that might be interesting. I like the cut and paste way you can get physical with your vision. You know what I mean? Does that sound weird? It might sound a little weird. I also tried another goal and intention setting technique, which I've really enjoyed using over the last year. And it was created by Elena Broer, and it's called the Map of Intention. I made a video of it, which was really a video for retreat guests last winter who wanted a recap of the process but you know if you want it you can also find that in the show notes but I'll also link to Elena Brower's because you know she created it and I just adapted it with more inappropriate unhinged ramblings to camera. Finally another way I set intentions and goals is thinking about words that resonate for me yes again possibly cliche but I enjoy words and using them like a little positive trigger to send to me whenever I get a little astray as the year goes on. Know what I mean? And this year I'm thinking a lot about the word expression because it's something I've always had a tricky relationship with. Using my voice, being seen, being allowed to speak and be me and so on a lot of it is rooted in struggling to feel entitled to take up space in the world and if that's you too may i encourage you and say the world needs your voice and it doesn't necessarily need to mean voice per se it might be expression simply by choosing to exist to be seen to stand unapologetically to do you again unapologetically. Stand in your power. So, that's it. My two pence on New Year stuff goals, intentions, and tools. And I'm always interested to hear what you think because I value and respect you so much, dear listener. So, tell me, do you struggle with the New Year noise? What about goals? intentions and all that stuff. Are you into it? Not into it? And either way, do you use tools to support you? I'd really love to know. Tell me how you feel. You can reach me on the socials, Dion with seven underscores on Instagram because I'm back on my BS and lurking in those stories most days. Twitter sometimes, Dion with just the one underscore and via my website, dion.space. FYI, I was named after Dion Warwick, so if you're unsure of how to spell my name, yeah. And as always, all the stuff I mention in the show will be in the show notes, ifeelforyoupodcast.com. And a reminder, this is episode four. Oh, and if you're interested in working with me, I'm opening up two slots for creative coaching at the end of this month. That's January 2018. So get in touch if you want to find out more about how I can support you get clear, focused and in flow. Link is in the show notes. So all that remains is for me to thank you so much for listening. And if you dug this podcast, please consider subscribing and or giving me a review on iTunes because it really helps other like-minded good people find the show that weird salesy bit until next time take care of you I feel for you